All right. Welcome back, everyone. Today is Wednesday, January 20th. It is 8.20 p.m. at the time of recording. A um, lot to talk about this week. Um, we're going to start off, and I'm going to let Mike carry us this week. Uh, we're going to start off with some basketball. because There's a lot to talk about. So, Mike, if you want to give your thoughts on some of the happenings that have happened with the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, just so we know, throughout this episode, I will be having many reactions because I'm watching the first game of this big three. And I really don't know how I feel about this. Kyrie Irving just bricked a shot, so there you go. Um, so, the duo of Harden and Kevin Durant, I love it. They were unstoppable. I mean, you could clearly say they still have this chemistry from OKC, and they're really freaking good together. Yeah. I mean, it was unstoppable. And I will, and I will say for James Harden this. So I think we all kind of realized everyone was saying, oh, when he got traded, oh, he's not the same player because the stats weren't there. Also, Kyrie Irving, please stop hit shooting threes for the love of God. Um, but he is naturally a playmaker. That's what he is. And he's kind of seeing it now. This guy's a point guard in his shooting guard's body pretty much. And especially running a Mike D'Antoni offense, this is kind of where James Harden's is best. Yeah. I would say. Um, so you combine that with Kevin Durant. All right, and another thing I want to say is I'm tired of this narrative about, oh, Houston gave James Harden any star he wanted with John Wall and Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul and Dwight Howard. No matter how you want to slice this, none of those guys are on Kevin Durant's level. No. I think there's no denying this. And clearly when you see James Harden with a guy like Kevin Durant, it's money. It's a beautiful thing because they can hit any shot on this floor. They can do basically anything on the floor. It's a beautiful match. Definitely. Now, while I'm watching this right now, Kyrie Irving is not doing that great. I don't know if that's just the rust. I don't know. I'm guessing this is just a gel thing that needs time to develop. Yeah, this is the first game he's playing in what? It's been two Two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm starting to see here is what I like what Steve Nash is doing is he's letting James Harden play with the second unit. I do like that. The problem is Kyrie is still playing how Kyrie wants to play. And it's not working that well. Well, I mean, it's it's only the first game. So there's time to change that and maybe mold the team now that you have your big three where there was questions where if Kyrie would ever, ever come back. At least you have him now. Yeah, but the thing is, I think what we've all kind of realized is Kyrie kind of doesn't have leverage over this team anymore. Because even without Kyrie, let's be honest here, a James Harden-Kevin Durant duo is a championship contender. Oh, 100%. The way they played together. Especially against Milwaukee. Oh. Like, if you look at Milwaukee, you should you get rid of Giannis pretty much. Which, by the way, DeAndre Jordan's having a – Blast from the past, which I mean, I didn't know existed anymore. That might be the uh, Harden being back on the team. Harden being on the team, not back. I mean, it might be, but James Harden, I mean, uh, DeAndre Jones kind of had a renaissance these past few games. Oh, Kyrie, please make that shot. Oh, he bricked it again. Oh, my God. Kyrie's... Yeah, it's probably the rust, I would imagine, with Kyrie. But stop shooting at that point. Oh, my goodness. Um, Now you all know how I am when I'm watching a game. Um. What was I even saying? I'm sidetracked now. I, I don't. I, you were you were saying how 
DeAndre Jordan was having a renaissance the past. Season. Oh yeah, DeAndre Jordan's having a renaissance. I mean, he's defending, he's rebounding, he's kind of shot blocking, he's catching lobs again, which is, I mean, Lob City's coming back. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a lot of Nets playing really well who you wouldn't expect to be playing well. Oh, and by the way, Jeff Green's out of his mind. That's kind of who I was referencing. Jeff Green is having, as I'm... of now, a career season. I would say. I mean, I think he's shooting over 50% from three. I mean, it's amazing. He's clearly one of the better signings this offseason, I guess, at this point, you can say. He's playing so well, and you have to be happy with the way things are going and the way the team looks, especially without Levert. And by the way, prayers for Levert. Um, Yes. It's a good thing for him that he did get traded, obviously, to anyone who doesn't know. uh, When he was doing the physical, they found a mass growing on his kidney. Um, yeah. They didn't say if it was cancer or not. I mean, they had to do tests on it, so. Yeah, but we're wishing the best for him, and it's a good thing he did get traded so he could get this treatment. Right. But if you're a Nets fan, you've got to be happy with the way it's. Now, granted, I think personally, if anyone's worried about Kyrie, I would imagine he's going to get more situated as. Because they haven't seen him play just in two weeks general, and now Harden's on the team, and you have to account for that. Right, this team has to kind of gel together, and they need to play together. Because I mean, you can't go. That's why it's kind of good that they did this against like a Cleveland team. Because they did this against Milwaukee, they'd get smashed. Oh, for for sure, Milwaukee. I mean, and it's not like Cleveland's a bad team. No, they're good this year, but they're not world beaters. No, no. But what I will say is I kind of want to flip this whole Milwaukee thing with Milwaukee. They need something. I don't know what it is, but they need something on that team. But we've been saying that for how long now? I, I, I get that. But honestly, what I think they need is they need another pure scorer. They had a pretty good scorer, and then they let him walk to the Pacers. I mean, Brogdon wasn't. I mean, if you see, have you Brogdon this year? He's been good. Yes, he's been he's very good on that team. So I mean, he's Brogdon better, better than what they have now. I get that, but what I'm saying is, when they got screwed out of Bogdan Bogdanovich, that was bad for them because he honestly would be the perfect piece for this team. Oh, he would have been great for them. He's a defender. And he can, he's a walking bucket. The problem is, if you shut down Giannis in the paint, if you get a big guy on him who can defend him, and if I'm going to be honest here, the perfect guy, the perfect build to guard Giannis is a LeBron and it's a Kevin Durant. Those are your perfect guys because they're basically tall as heck. Kevin Durant's seven foot. And they got really long wingspans. They can shut him down in the paint. And the right. problem, if you're the Bucks, is if you want to win a title, you either got to go through Kevin Durant or you got to go through LeBron. So that's well, yeah. why when everyone kind of brags about Milwaukee and their whole regular season success, the reason they do go so good in the playoffs is once you step up their competition and you have good matchups on them, they're really not that good. No, the Bucs, I mean, we've always thought the Bucs were suspect. And imagine what this team would be like if Giannis didn't re-sign. Oh, they'd be awful. Like, it would probably look a bit like Toronto. 
I mean, I still think Toronto's going to bounce back, but that's another thing. For I another hope day. they do because, wow, they look, they still look bad. I don't, I don't even know really how to describe Toronto. It's just they're kind of there. They're not going to win a title anymore. They're that would no, no. But at least for Milwaukee, if you're in going to the trade deadline, you need a scorer on this team because Chris Middleton can't do. He's only really, really the only pure scorer on that team. No, hundred percent, he is your. And you don't even and really. You don't even have like a big three point threat because at least last year you had Corver and yeah Wesley Matthews. You don't have that this year. Yeah, no, they're missing. Like you had said, they're missing pieces, and they need. Can they get another star to go to Milwaukee? I don't think they really can. No, you already trade. For, you trade everything for Drew Holiday already. There's nothing else to trade. So at that point, and your picks aren't going to be good because everyone knows Giannis resigned. So. They're in a. Mm, I don't want to say they're in a bad position because they could still very well make the finals. But something's missing off that team that they need to get, and I don't know. I would say it's a score, but it might be more than that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, the fact that they traded away everything or like they used all their assets already is like glaring because you know a team like that. And know, I mean, it's not even like they trade all their assets. It's just that their picks now aren't going to be worth anything. Yeah, because, I mean, if they were, let's say, you know, a Bradley Beal would help that team, I think. Oh, 100%. But what do the Wizards want off that team for Bradley Beal? That's what I'm saying. There's nothing there. Absolutely nothing. So, they're kind of in the big pickle, I would say. Um, but as far as the Nets, I think at this point, this is just kind of a gel thing. And then you wait for the buyout market to see what you can get. Because let's be honest, this team's going to be buyout contenders. Mm-hmm. Because any veteran who's looking for a ring is going to want to play here just to have a chance for a ring. Now, ideally, yeah. what I would like as a fan, DeAndre George is posterized DeAndre Drummond. Holy heck. Um, wow. Jeez Louise. Um, I would like, obviously, another center. I think JaVale McGee is perfect. Because I know uh, Cleveland either wants to trade him or cut him. I think if he hits free agency... I would love to get him. I think he'd be a perfect compliment to DeAndre. And I would also love I still don't understand how Andre Roberson's still a free agent. That's a boggles my brain. It's interesting that he didn't get signed yet. I mean, he's one of the better defenders in the league. So obviously I would like to have him and maybe a backup point guard. I think that kind of competes this team. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm just tired of seeing Timothy Luaru Cabarro play basketball. He's awful. There's a lot of TLC slander coming I mean, from Michael. It, it, he's not good. <laughs> he thinks he, this is the Jean and Musa problem. He thinks he's great, so he has all the confidence in the world, but he misses everything. Every jump shot, it's a miss. It's awful. I can't. It's going to drive me nuts talking about him. So we're going to move on for Timothy Luau Cabarrot. Um, moving on, um, I think you got to give a lot of respect to the Boston Celtics. and The Celtics? The Celtics do look good, and right now, it, halftime just ended, and they're up on the 76ers. Listen, this is another thing I want to... Kemba came back mm-hmm. as Kemba. Like, he came back and is playing oh, well. Oh, okay. His first game back was awful, though. Okay, but he's playing well right now. Okay, that's fair. The past few he's played well. As I said, it's the rust thing. The rust is probably getting to him. Exactly. But right now, he's got 17 points, two rebounds, three assists at the half. Yeah, it's a rust thing. Um, what I will say, though, is Philly. Oh, man. Charles Barkley. I know he's never going to hear this, but I mean, Charles Barkley, please stop including Philly in the contenders to get out of the East. 
Philly is not that good. No. And if you are Philly and you did not do that James Harden trade just because of like a pick or a player, you're crazy. Because I think we're kind of clearly seeing this Simmons and B tandem. We've seen all we need to see out of it. It's it's not going to win you a title. It's not going to get you out of the East. Speaking of Simmons, he's been playing awful. You're looking at this game. He's five points, five rebounds, five assists. He's been ineffective the past few games. Completely. I mean, I don't think he's – I don't think this team works. I think you got to blow it up at this point. And, I mean, if you're picking a player to build around, you obviously build around Embiid. But does he really want to stay around for a rebuild? But if you were going to blow it up, why didn't you blow it up for the Harden trade? Like, not even blow it up for the Harden trade. It's not even blow it up for the Harden trade. It's just go all in and see what you actually have. Because if they had Harden, I would say they're top three in this conference. No, 100%. Without him, I... I'd say the Celtics are better. Obviously, Bucks and Nets are better. Celtics, I'd say maybe the Pacers. They're they're about the same level as the Pacers, I would say. Because I mean, so when you're looking is... at the East standings, they're better than the Knicks. Well, obviously. And the Knicks are at six, so you would kind of. They're weird because I don't know, and I mean, I still don't even know what Miami is at this point. To be honest with you, they're. I really don't know what they are. I don't either. They're sitting at five and seven right now, and I don't know. It just isn't. I mean, I get it. Jimmy Butler has been hurt a lot of this year, and Bam was out for a little bit too. Yeah, but so like again, they could start to come back. There is still a lot of games left to be played. I would say the Heat and Raptors are definitely going to come back into focus. I don't know how good they're going to be, but they'll definitely come back. Yeah, I, I would say the East has overall surprised me with the efficiency because a lot of teams that people thought were going to be just atrocious, like the Knicks and the Bulls, they Cavs, they aren't that bad. They're not. I'd say the East is better than the West at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, because, yeah, looking at it, I mean, because you look at the West, the Timberwolves without Carl Anthony Towns are nothing. That shocks me. I, 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 mm. I mean, the Rockets. You know, they blew it up. They're not going. They're they're not doing anything. The Kings are just forever. The, they're the it. they're the Kings. That's, they're the Kings. They, that's how you describe it. It's the, the Kings. I think it's shocking is the Pelicans playing so poorly. Is it though? I thought that with a healthy Zion, and I thought Lonzo would improve and. I thought they would gel better together. I don't know. I just thought the Pelicans would be better than five and eight at this point in the season. I don't know. I'm not that big of a Pelicans guy. I just don't see again. I they need a pure scorer. I get it. Brandon Ingram is a pure scorer, but they need another one. Lonzo's not a pure scorer. No. Zion's not your typical pure scorer. So you kind of fall in that trap. And that's kind of the problem with them, but I mean, other than that, the Warriors. Oh, back. man. Kind of. Oh, they beat the Lakers. The Warriors are, I mean. <laughs> I was going to say the Warriors are back without Clay Thompson. They're back. No, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to win a title. No, 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 no. Not by any means. What I'm saying is maybe make it out of the first. They're definitely going to probably get a playoff spot. Maybe make it out of the first. DeAndre Jordan just took a jump shot. What am I watching? Did he make it? 
No, we airballed it. <laughs> what did I just... God, we're down by 11. My world is falling What's apart. What's the worst airball? I'm not sure if you remember the when Ben took those two threes against... Uh, ben Simmons took those two threes against... Uh, I forget what team the 76ers are playing, and he airballed both of them. Yes, like, I do remember this, but I mean, DeAndre oh, Jordan... man. DeAndre Jordan should not be shooting a jump shot. But that's besides the point. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, looking at the West, the only other teams that jump out to me, like teams that are kind of hot right now, obviously the Utah Jazz are very hot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not surprising. I mean, maybe it'll come as a shock to people at how good they're playing right now, but I thought they were going to be a top five team coming into this year. No, Utah is always a good team. That's what they are. They're a good team. Yeah. Utah and Denver is in that same boat of they're always a good team, but they never actually take the next step. But they're I've also been impressed with the Grizzlies. Uh, yeah, especially without Ja for what? That's what I'm saying. Almost? They've won five in a row without Ja. Grizzlies are and they don't have Jaron Jackson Jr. either. Yeah, they're they're playing really well without two very key players. They're sneaky, very good, and I hate to say it, but out of that draft class. I think like three years we're going to realize – I've always said it, but I think people are finally going to realize Ja was always better than Zion. Well, I feel like Zion was just like the – Zion was a hype guy. He was hype. Yeah, Zion was a hype guy. He had these flashy dunks. He's an athletic freak, and he would you know do these crazy rebounds and windmills and jumps and stuff. Right, but Ja was always the better player. No, for sure, and no one's going to argue that you know R.J. Barrett had could, you know, was better than either of those two. Yeah, yeah, no. No, just no. As of now, RJ Barrett isn't even the third best player in that draft. No. He's no, he's not great. No, he has not been playing well. I mean, honestly, he's been getting out I mean, granted, the last that he did put up twenty two the other night in the next win. Wow. Good for good for RJ Barrett. He finally had a good game. Yeah, Golf, it took, it it took the whole season. Go off, clap it up while Julius Randle's just destroying the league. He is. He's averaging like even even with R.J. Barrett putting up twenty two against the Magic, Julius Randle still had a double double with twenty one points and seventy three rebounds. There you go. Even with R.J. Barrett going off. Yeah. I mean, the Knicks—they're better than we expected. So good for Knicks think, fans. Proud I of you guys. With the Knicks, I think it's purely obviously that Thibodeau defense has helped them tremendously. Right. But the improvement of Julius Randle from last year to this year, mm-hmm. Julius Randle's averaging a double-double right now. And that's not something you would think of when you hear the name Julius Randle. I mean, yeah, I get your point. He's a solid, he, in my mind, he's a solid 15-7 and seven guy. Yeah, and he's been definitely outplaying that. Will that hold the whole season? Probably not. But, probably not, but I mean, this, you know, it's been a few weeks now. and I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Why is TLC handling the ball? What it's is interesting ha- that you, It's interesting that you bring up, not TLC, but uh, what's going to oh, happen? Oh, James Harden, stop throwing like that. Oh, my God. What? What Continue. I was going to say is there's been so many. With COVID, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm worried about this, like the season having to take a break. Because there are so, – with, like, it's tough with the contract tracing. Because 
if you it's not like football where you can be down fourteen players and still play a game. Yeah. If you're down six players, you can't even play. Right, you need eight players. Yeah, so that's and you're seeing so many games get you know postponed, suspended. It's it's worrying. It's it's worrying. I wouldn't I wouldn't shock me if like during like All Star break they take like a week break. That wouldn't shock me. But yeah, like a full on that... pause, no. Well, like that's kind of what when I said a full on pause. Oh my god. Oh my lord, TLC just missed a wide open layup. I can't handle this man anymore. I need him shipped to the moon. <laughs> oh my goodness of gracious. I that, need him gone. Yes. That vaulted Nets bench. Like cut him, please. I don't care what you have to pay him. Get someone else in this team. Oh my god. All right, sorry, continue. I mean, for everyone clear, it is eight forty and the Nets are down eleven with a minute forty five left to go. I, 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 I have no words for this. With the big three. I I, 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 I I don't need to see TLC on my basketball floor. Why is Landry Shamit not in? I just realized this. I'd rather see him brick a million threes and watch TLC play basketball. <laughs> I'm aggravated now. I don't, uh, oh my God. Oh, they just hit a three. All right. Okay. I think the most interesting stat line from that game, and obviously there's still time to be played and, Knowing him, this can change. But James Harden with only seven points is odd. He's trying to be a point guard. That's what he is. That's what he's trying to be. At least he's bragging he about the sacri- He's bragging about the sacrifice he need to have. Well, he's, I guess, trying to show he can do it. I mean, again, this is the first game together, and things will work out. It's, it's just odd. It's just glaring to me. Yeah, I, I see your point. Kevin Durant needs to take over this freaking game for love. Of- Goodness. I mean, NBA is definitely. I, I hope we don't have an extended pause, but I could see like a two week break with because I mean, if like half the league can't play a game. Well, yeah, I would say, like I said, I think they instead of like an all star type of thing, they'll just do like a break thing where you just don't have any games really. And it's just kind of everyone one last, get back. One last thing I want to mention on the NBA. Um, someone needs to save Bradley Beal. Yes. That poor man. Get him out of Washington, please. He need, he needs to go to a team that is not Washington. Like, it doesn't even matter what team. Like, just any team that's not Washington and maybe Detroit. But then do you save Russell Westbrook at that point, or do you just let him rot? Well, Ru- Russ always, to me, played better when he was the guy and the only guy. I felt like he his teams did better when it was just him. But then if you're Washington, do you want to stay in that purgatory? I mean, it's better than what you got right now. Uh, that's a team that just needs to... Because you got to think about what you can get for Bradley Beal right now. A lot. A lot. And that purgatory it might not last as long as we think, especially if you, if you trade Beal, that is a haul. I mean, it's not a James Harden haul, but it's a good haul. It's a, it's, it's, yeah, it's not going to be as high. And I mean, teams like the 76ers could really use Bradley Beal right about now. Right. So, I mean, that's not going to happen so close to the trade deadline. So, that's kind of a wait and see type of thing. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's still a few more weeks to go with trade deadline. Yeah. But I mean, basketball right now is just kind of dominated by this big three that I'm pulling my hair out over. Yeah, the Nets definitely have been dominating storylines, and it'll be interesting to see how they go because 
if the Nets are playing to their potential, the East goes through them. I think that's a pretty yeah. I think that's a fair statement. Oh, 100%. There's no other team that can do it. Not even Milwaukee. I don't want to hear that. No, no. If if you have a fully functioning Nets team, there are uh, there are maybe two teams just in the league that can maybe hang. It's one is Lakers. Yeah, uh, it's like there's not maybe the Clippers, but it's Lakers. Well, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the Lakers, and I mean that. I mean that's the finals we all want to see at this point, don't we? So but... that's the finals we all expect. And looking at the West, I mean, I don't see any reason why the Lakers wouldn't be in the finals again. No, no. but we'll see. Yeah, we will definitely see. Time will tell with the NBA. Yes, we do. Uh, we're gonna head into some baseball because there was some news actually in some in uh, baseball. Is the hot stove officially hot? I think so because there's been actually a bit of movement. I mean, I'd say lukewarm at best, but I mean, hey, it's better than what we've like, had. You're all. not seeing you're seeing some of the stars that we were excited to see move. Right. Okay. Obviously, the big one is Springer, officially signed. Um, signed with. Uh, Toronto. North of the border. Six years, $150 million. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. That's what was it? I think it was reported 30 more than the Mets were giving him, so you can't really blame the guy. But Yeah, the Bleacher Report actually just dropped 20 minutes ago that the Mets weren't willing to exceed $120 million, which for six years, I think that's fair. I'm uh, not going to bash the Mets, the Mets organization for that. Okay. Um, let's talk about the Mets organization, by the way. That's that's a you thing. You go. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'm sure you've heard by now, but if you haven't, the Mets' new general manager Jared Porter was fired, um, the other morning, as after an ESPN report done by uh, Jeff Passan and Mina Kimes detailed. Jared Porter's past when he was with the Chicago Cubs. And in 2016, via text, I would call it sexually harassed a female reporter and also sent pictures of himself in the nude. And texted her 62 times. Straight. That, that's a lot of times. That is a lot of times. That is... And you can read the text. And it's... He's a... He's a grown man. And, yeah. And I think that the way that his fi- firing was handled and in the quickness that his firing was handled, mm-hmm. it really shows how this organization has grown. And I think this right here, this is an example of the Mets no longer being a joke organization or a just awful franchise. Because you saw ownership fire him within hours. The morning after, he was gone. And with strong statements from both Sandy Alderson and Steve Cohen saying that this is not how the Mets are going to be represented. No matter... I guess something didn't go in. I heard it over the... <laughs> hey, 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 I have no comments right now. Anyway. Um... Oh, thank God, Kevin Durant. You're a beautiful man. Um, Continue, sorry. <laughs> But you, you saw that these things happened, and regardless of – because he was the one, I would say, who helped with the Lindor trade. But regardless mm, – I don't know mm, how much was him, but regardless, the handling of this was done really well. 
he needed to go. He needed to go. And they did it 100%. really well and in the right way. And I think that's a big stepping stone for this organization that not only are they willing to spend money like a big market team and make trades like a big market team, invest in analytics like a big market team, mm-hmm. but also be willing to like, you know, have a certain set of criteria and not be afraid to fire someone from something like this, where I feel like there are other franchises, maybe even ones that were owned by the Wilpons who wouldn't have done this the way that they did. That That's yeah. He needed to go. Now what I will say though, is I feel like this isn't that big of a deal in terms of losing their GM for the mess. No. Cause it always felt like Sandy was always kind of the guy behind the moves. Yeah, Sandy Alderson was mainly the one pulling the strings for all of this, and the GM's really just kind of a... Yeah, I felt like he was just someone they're trying to groom to eventually take over when Sandy goes. Right. So I feel like they can... I mean, I the report came out that they're not going to look for someone until after the season, which, I mean, that's not a big deal. Sandy can do GM work. He's done it before. It's that's not... what I'm saying. Like, Sandy's not, like... I would have personally rather Sandy... I would rather be like this anyway, to be quite honest with you. Right, because, I mean, he led you to a World Series. Why is Tori and Prince lighting us up? Anyway. (laughs) Is this a Tori and Prince revenge game? Is that what I'm witnessing right now? I think it is. Okay. Anyway, um, and to anybody out there, and mainly, I, I didn't see anyone actually doing this, but I, I, I saw some of those, you know, those Twitter profiles, the ones with, like, the anime or dog pictures tweeting. <laughs> and I just want to be very clear. If, you, Sorry, if you don't think this man deserves to be fired for what he did... You're bananas. You're out of your mind, and you're probably doing... You probably do the same thing that he did. And you're just projecting. Because mm. you can't even use the argument... Because I saw someone do this on Twitter and it made my head explode. That was four years ago. He's probably grown. He wasn't 15. He was like 40. Yeah. Uh, he didn't that's not grow. Really... He knew what he was doing. But even even if you're not grown, if you're messaging someone 62 times in a row, I feel like you don't have to be older than like 12 to realize that's not a good idea. You also need to be older than 12 to not send your schlong on unasked but yeah that too what i will say though is i those were the cringiest messages i read i read a couple of screenshots i couldn't go any farther because i'm the type where like if i read something cringy i have to look away it's oh. so I mean, but yeah I, I read the oh so yeah he's probably not gonna get a baseball job again so i he probably won't get a general manager job of anything again oh no definitely not baseball He's out of baseball for an office. Oh, 100%. And I think that's well-deserved because yeah. he should be in charge of any staff. And you have baseball, a game that's trying to get more women involved. And that's yeah, not the that's... way to do it. No. Also in Blue Jay news, though, since we're talking about George Springer, Kirby Yates signed with them, so they got a closer. Did he? Yes, Kirby Yates is a Toronto Blue Jay, which makes me kind of sad because I wanted Kirby Yates. How much they signed him for. I don't know how much. I think it was like a year or two. I mean, no, it's not I mean, that big of okay, a deal. Okay, so it's not like a like a any. Sign. No, it's not a massive contract, but it's still a nice signing for them. Another Blue Jays note is where Brantley. It was interesting because I got a notification on my phone that Brantley had signed with the Blue Jays. Yes. And then 
he did it and ended up signing with the Astros for two years. So I don't know what the heck happened with this report. Yeah, something know. got screwed up. But how do you screw up that badly? That's what I'm saying. Because because that was pretty bad. Like, do you not check with your sources at all? That is actually legit, and then he's not going to pull like five hours later. Oh, I'm going back to Houston. Like, you know what I mean? But you could also argue with the Devils at that point. Well, before we go there, (laughs) what I will say is that we forgot that DJ LeMayhew signed this week. Yes, DJ LeMayhew is a Yankee. I totally forgot this was a thing. There's been so many flurries of moves. I forgot what happened here. Yeah. It's a beautiful contract. It is a very team-friendly contract. Six years, $90 million. You get him for under 100 and at $15 million a year. Brian Cashman, you deserve a medal. That's why you never doubt Brian Cashman. I did doubt Brian Cashman. I will admit that. I have now realized to never doubt him. Because I also forgot, you know who else he signed? Yes. Corey Kluber. We Corey got Kluber goes to the Yankees. Oh, Brian Cashman, he knows how to make you happy, but then he knows how to piss you off within two seconds. But for right now, we're happy with Brian Cashman. One year, $11 million. I'm okay with this. This is a rebound thing. This is a low-risk, high-reward thing. If he's half of what Corey Kluber used to be, you know what? That's still better than about half these pitchers in the big league. So I'm okay with this. That's what I'm saying. I think even a like a, yeah, a 50% Corey Kluber is better than a J-Hat, who actually signed That's not saying Twins. That. God bless you, Twins. Good luck being the White Sox. That's all I can say to you. <laughs> I will enjoy watching Jay Happ get rocked by Yohan Makata and Eloy Jimenez for the rest of his career. Yeah, another big signing is John Lester. Is it that big, though? It's it's something, I think. It's something. He's kind of washed. It's not, that, it's not that he's what he used to be. Uh-huh. It's more of that he's on a Nationals team. That's got a very deep rotation. That's what I'm saying. So he's going to, like, the impact he's going to make, he's just more depth to a team that already is super good. Well, that's fair, 100%. He makes that team better. I don't know how much he has left, but, I mean, he signed one year, $5 million. Or One year for two, there's an option, mutual option for a second at five a year. Okay. So, I mean, it's not a bad deal at all. It's just and then, since we're talking about pitcher moves, I guess we have to bring up the most recent Padres splurge. The Padres get Joe Musgrove, <laughs> so right. their rotation now—it's nuts. On <laughs> the crazy part is last going into last year, Chris Paddock was their ace, and now Chris Paddock is their fifth starter without Mike Clevenger. Yeah, it is. What their lineup looks like on paper, on paper, because you never know. Right. They tried to build a super team one time already, and we saw how bad that went. Oh, James Harden, step back three. Oh, all is right with the world again. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm watching live and panicking. But uh, yeah, they're going to be, if that pitching rotation is 100%. Uh huh. It's arguably the best in baseball. I don't even know if it's arguably. It is. It, it is. Like, I, mean, straight up. I mean, I mean, the, the only kinda... way that a team rivals them is if they get 
Trevor Bauer, which I wanted to get into for a second, actually. Mm-hmm. But the Padres are in such a good position, and I mean, this again, they're gonna they're right. I, I mean, honestly, like I had always said, oh, you know, they're doing all of this. They got Blake Snell. Uh, they're not even gonna beat the Dodgers, but now they in a series. They can hang. They can hang. I mean, it's a toss up. However, I am seeing the reports the Dodgers want to clue. I mean, uh, Bauer. So, I mean, I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's well, that's actual. probably because they realize how good the Padres are now. I don't, yeah, but I don't know if that's a possibility. I don't know. But if that happens, then the power goes all the way back to the Dodgers. Well, yeah, 100%. And that's what I want to talk about with Bauer is because obviously that's what I heard the Dodgers are in it too because they didn't get LeMayhew, so they have some money to spend in the Mets. I wonder what the Mets, the Mets are an interesting prospect because they didn't spend the money on Springer that most people thought they were. Uh huh. And it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what they do going forward now, whether they try for Bauer when they initially. Honestly, to, I don't think they do because I think. Honestly, still- if I were you guys, I would want a mid starter and a reliever and call it a day. That's what I, that's what I feel they're going to do. Uh-huh. And if I'm correct, I don't think Brad Hand signed anywhere yet, right? No. And I know they were in the running for Brad Hand. So if you get Brad Hand and maybe, like you said, a mid-tier outfielder, probably one of the non-tendered contracts. That no, not, not an outfielder starter. I'd go for starter. Well, just a few more depth pieces because you have to remember in that big Padres right. trade, the Mets did get another pitcher. Right. They could, they could use another... Uh... Outfielder, and the Pirates got a whole bunch of stuff. But I mean, the Pirates get, get what the Pirates get. They get picked. They get the, yeah, the Pirates are just happy to be there. Be there. I I I don't know what it's like to be a fan of the Pirates. Mm. Uh, it's gotta be. It's gotta be painful just watching that team just underperform every year. If you are, God bless you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how you do it. And the I mean, I guess something we didn't talk about obviously, is the Blue Jays getting Springer and... Are they... What? I'm not going to say a threat to win the AL East, but I feel like they're a dangerous team in that division. Now you've no. got a pretty loaded division. They're dangerous. I wouldn't even say this division's not loaded. If, well, I mean, obviously, if you want me to be honest are... with you, this is a two-team division with the Rays kind. I mean, the Blue Jays kind of being that third team that could surprise people. Orioles are so awful. Red Sox, I don't even know what the heck goes on in Boston anymore. I don't think they do either. I mean, the Rays. You hate you say that they're going to take a step out without Blake Snell, but they always figure out ways to plug in guys you never heard of, and they make runs. So, yeah, the the the. the... Tampa Bay is way too good at what they do to not be in it. Yeah, so I would never discount Tampa, but I'd say this is a two and a half team division. Now that's not saying the Blue Jays can't make a wild card. I think the Blue Jays can make a wild card. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Especially getting, but as too, I mean, but as far as like being a serious championship threat, you need to wait like two more years for these young guys to develop more. Yeah, I think you're still looking at the Yankees. The and you still need another pitcher, by the way. By the way, the J.A. half deal was uh, $8 million. I told you, it was be around there. I mean, that's, yeah, that's about where you had figured he would sign. I mean, any team that gave him that much money, I don't know what the heck you're... I don't know what you've been watching, but can't wait to see J.A. in the playoffs, probably. And you know how Minnesota Yankees uh, 
playoff series go? Can't it, it's rock. pretty much the same. It's pretty much uh, the Yankees sweep, and it's been that way for how many, like, what, six years now? Oh, like 20 years. It's been amazing. Yeah. Can't wait to sweep Jay Happ in the playoffs. Woo! <laughs> What's the NL is the National League is now so stacked. Both are. So many teams that are going to be. I mean, <laughs> there's one division in the NL which I don't even know what you'd call it. And that would be the, oh, NL, yeah. the NL Central is just a. I don't even know what you call it. It's pretty bad. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even know who would make it out of that division. If we're going to be honest here, I'd say the Cubs. I would imagine the maybe Cubs. the Brewers. It depends on how the Brewers. I think the Brewers fully depend on how Yelich plays and if he stays healthy. I think that's truly how they how that's going to go. Because the Pirates, they're a joke. Yes. They've been for a long time. The Reds, I mean, they're on the come up. They're, but... but they're trying to move parts, though, so I don't know if they are. I mean, if... it, Yeah, I don't know. Listen, there's still moves to be made, though, so I wouldn't even go into, like, predictions or anything. Yeah, but... that's what I'm saying. And same thing with the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals are just kind of... They're there. They're there. I, I I think it's the Cubs. Divi- I agree with you that it would be the Cubs still division to lose, but like but I mean, they could still trade like a Chris Bryant and some or or Wilson Contreras, and then this whole thing just shuffles. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Even with them, the Cubs are losing all of them next year anyway. So right. if you're the Cubs, I think you have to because you're not re-signing them in free agency. No. So I mean, well, I mean, you, I'd say you sign one of them, but um, but you got rid of Hugh Darvish. So what's the point? You need a franchise guy. That's what I'm saying. You need one, but I mean, in my world, it's Anthony Russell. That's just me. I don't know what they're gonna do, but that's for a whole another year at this point. So who knows? Yeah. For now, we just get, I guess, the number one storyline in baseball to watch is definitely gonna be Bauer. Bauer ends up. Uh, let's take a shift now to some hockey. New Jersey Devils, baby. The Devils are, I would say, overperforming expectations. Oh, you're gonna say, oh wow, okay. I mean, wow. before we, I know, before we hype on that bandwagon. Oh, we are fully on that Jack Hughes bandwagon. We're there. Especially the after against the... Boston was big, and obviously the Rangers are that bad. But I mean, Jack Hughes lit up those Rangers. No, he, wow. It was hard to, speaking of the Rangers, um, why is Jack Johnson getting minutes? I don't know. I don't know what goes on in, with the Rangers. I really. Don't Why know. are you guys play, giving him minutes? <laughs> are you trying to make sure that million dollar deal is worth it? You gave him too many minutes already. Hey, you got a new contract. Might as well see what you got. At this point, and I don't want to hear. Oh, they beat the Islanders five nothing. They beat the Islanders in a game where the goalie was a rookie who had never played before and found out he was playing five minutes after his five minutes before game time when Varlamov took a puck shots at a throat. <laughs> uh, and then Varley comes out two days later to pitch a shutout against Boston. So, yeah. Um, if we're going back to the Rangers, I think Lafreniere is not fully NHL ready yet. See, it's hard to make that. It's not like he's been bad. No, but he's not been what you expect out of a number one 
pick. No, but at the, but I mean, at the same time, time, Jack Hughes wasn't either. So I mean, it might take him a year to adjust. But well, yeah, it might take. But even then, it's not like the Rangers surrounded him with anything. No, you got Capo Caco, and that's it. I mean, Zabinajas, the whole thing. They just need. They just don't have the pieces around him. No, for me to make a judgment on him. There's a reason they got the number one overall pick. They're a rebuilding team. They need to build. Yeah. And I mean, again, the season's still very much early on. They're, the Dallas hasn't even played a game yet. Florida's not going to play for a while. Yeah, Florida's At out. this point, I, mean, I don't know if the Capitals are going to play for a while. So I mean, Yeah, with Ovechkin being out, I mean, the Capitals... If they the Capitals do play... Didn't too, Capitals didn't even look that great with Ovechkin. But, yeah, but, I mean, he's their only player. Well, I mean, not their only player, but you know what I mean. He's a star. He's got one on his back, waits for Jared Allen. Yeah, um, Jesper Bratt was added to the COVID-19 list. I mean, he hasn't even played this year, though, so. I know, but um, he's on there. It's not the bigger deal. Once he signs his contract, I mean, it's whatever with him at this point. It's a start. But what I will say, I'm going back to the Devils. I mean, I know it's three games, but they've been competitive in all three games, especially against Boston, who people kind of thought are going to win that division. Yeah, they start. I mean, I, I kind of had it either the I don't, I don't remember who I think I had the Flyers. Did I have the Islanders or the Flyers winning the division? I think I you remember. had the Island. I had the Flyers. I think you had the Islanders. I think so. Um, definitely a big test for the Devils, and even the Islanders is going to be their game tomorrow because if the Devils come out and compete in that game, that shows you that they're that they really are a competitive team. But if they come out the next two days and get blown out of the water by the Islanders, it just kind of shows that if, if anything, it wouldn't be so much a knock on the devils that they were to get trashed by the Islanders, but a knock on the Bruins. Yeah. I mean, at that point you really have to question if the Bruins are really that good. Yeah. They have not impressed so far. No, not at all. They haven't been they great at all. Skills, but that's not been good. Same thing with the Penguins. They have not impressed me. But it's it's hard to tell at this point. It's still early, so I don't know what teams are. And the Maple Leafs are probably one of the worst three and one teams. <laughs> it's just the Maple Leafs curse. It's 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 unbelievable right now. Um, it's according to Microsoft Bing because my computer goes to it for whatever reason because I use a uh, Microsoft uh, Edge. Um, it's one one. In the third period, right. And the Oilers had taken an early lead, but they tied it up. Um, two scored from Toronto. Austin Matthews scored for Toronto. Hey, good for Austin. He was cold, so I mean, if they get him going, you never really know. But yeah, but um, so that game's still very much, and he has 18 minutes already. And what? This oh, he's on the third. Yeah. It's, oh it's my God! The that's might actually win this game. Nets are coming back. I mean, the, the, it's a tied game, but this third, this fourth quarter, they played absolutely electric. Yeah, probably picked it up. Yeah, I think they're start, starting to actually realize what they should be doing. Yeah. Oh god, dude. Oh god, this is crunch time now. I don't know who's taking the shot. Obviously, I know we don't want to talk about it, but Vegas looks dominant. Vegas I know it's only dominant. been three games, but Vegas. Oh, James Harden! Why would you brick it? Oh my God! Sorry. Um. Yeah, I mean, we expect Vegas to be contenders. It's what they are. 
Yeah, they. I don't like. I didn't see anyone in that conference taking them down. I, mm, I don't know about that one. I mean, we had said what the Blues would be close. Who's in? The, I keep forgetting who's in, these division alignments. Just throw me off. Yeah. Okay, so in the West, it's Vegas, the Blues, They're the, the Wild. The Avalanche, I mean, they had a decent start. Didn't they pick the Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup? I think you did, yeah. What was I thinking at this time? I Because you didn't want to pick... I didn't want to pick Toronto. <laughs> yeah, you, you had Toronto making it out of the North and winning some games there. And it was between uh, the Avalanche and the Maple Leafs. And I don't think you could... Yeah, I could have pretty conscience pick the Maple Leafs to win anything. No. Um, but I mean, the Avalanche are still a good team. So I wouldn't say they could run away with it. But no, if they keep up what they're doing now, I think they'll definitely be involved. The Sharks are continuing, are probably going to continue. Hey, did you just see this Evander Kane stuff? No, what, what's going How on? How he then? filed for bankruptcy. Really? Yes, he filed for bankruptcy. Oh, my Lord. I mean,. <laughs> I'm not gonna get started on Evander Kane, but just wow, wow, that's that's upsetting. <laughs> How bad are you with your money? Goodness! All right, sorry about that. And and I have to say, Chicago—they're the worst team in the league. Wow! I would. You want to talk about a window that closed shut? Oh yeah, it, it's no, it's gone. Wow! Like just watching their collect, like it's 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 tough. It was weird to see Chicago not be a dominant team the past like year or two, but mm-hmm. where they are right now is horrendous. Why aren't you calling a timeout? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, this is where. Kyrie, what still, are you doing? He's still a. Uh, he freaking charged, Kyrie. What are you? Do it. <laughs> Call the timeout. Um, we're doing this live. That's a region. Anyway, it's hard to see. It's it's tough. It's crazy to see Chicago be at the bottom of the barrel here. But wow, they look bad. And you know who doesn't look bad? Red Wings. Wow, they the Detroit they Dynasty bad. coming back. Uh, all right. They've impressed me. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think at this point they kind of have solidified they aren't the worst team in the league. Yeah, I think that's Chicago's. Oh, 100%. And I mean, maybe Buffalo. You know, they, they, you know, they beat the Hurricanes. They beat the Blue Jackets. That's that's more than I thought they'd do. And they play – and on Friday they play the Blackhawks. So more than likely, that's probably gonna end up with as a win. All right. I mean, NHL, like I said, it's early, so we're just gonna see what happens. But yeah, we definitely need to see some more teams, or some teams actually play hockey. There's a thing that could happen. Yeah, that'd be nice. So you wanna? I wanna. I wanna add a little something in here. Oh, we're going, just a little, we're, little tidbit, right? We're bringing it in. We're bringing it in. So it's not something we've really talked about. Um, in the show so far, but I want to bring in a little football, a little soccer, if you will. Mm. And 
I mainly want to discuss the Premier League. Yes. Because it's about halfway through the season, I'd say. It is halfway through, yeah. About halfway. And I just wanted to take a look at, you know, where we are in the league. Um, at halftime, so to speak. Um, just so biases are perfectly clear, I am a Spurs fan. You make that very clearly evident. I am making that very clearly evident. I am a big hot Spurs guy. Yeah. And I mean, if you so, want to go with me, I am more of an Italian soccer guy, so I'm an AC Milan fan. But if I do follow Premier League, so I am a United fan in the Premier League, just so we know that. Uh, yeah, which, I mean, United is, I think, clearly the best team in the No. <laughs> no. No. They are not. The best team in this league right now is Man City. As much as it pains me to say this yet again, United have a bunch of holes, and United are basically their first team and not a lot of bench depth. Yeah, and it is Bruno Fernandez. That's about what United are. Just what it is. It is. I mean, I would say, like, I, I get that Man City has a more a complete roster, I, I guess, more solidified, like like you had said, like not as many holes. For who, City? I, I didn't hear you. I was trying to listen to this challenge call over here. Oh, no, I'm trying to say that City has less holes than United. No, yeah, I'd say City eventually, in the end of the day, are going to win this league. Um, But I will say I think United are going to finish second. I like yeah, yeah, I wouldn't rule United out because... I, I don't think it's going to last. Again, if the bench... If the subs pick up, no. just even a little bit, just even a little bit. No, not a shot. I'm not. I'm not guaranteeing it happens. I'm just saying if they do, I don't even think Ollie's gonna play him because Ollie doesn't like playing besides the starting eleven. And what's in, and when you look at the top five in the league, I mean, in my opinion, I think that's pretty much. But despite maybe some changes, I feel like that's gonna be the top five you see in the end of the year. I would say Everton will sneak into number five, but that's just me. I'm big on this Everton team. Call timeout, Joe Harris. What the? What? Oh, what, who, and who do you think they knock out? Uh, I don't like Tottenham at all. Gareth Bale has been an awful, awful sign. He has not been good. Gareth Bale has Bell's been, been awful. He has not been what we needed him to be. And I mean, I just don't. I Tottenham's a two man team. It's what you are. Yeah. Your Harry Kane, your son. That's about it. Without if you lose one of those two, you guys are mid table. Yeah. But if you can get Gareth Bale going. I I think Gareth Bale's pretty much past his prime at this point. I'm just saying more than what he is now. If you can get him to play a little bit more efficiently, then you're going to I think Tottenham will hold on to the five, maybe. Don't don't the four if Liverpool melts down, which I don't think it's going to happen. No, Liverpool are too good. They're going to stay in the top four. Your top four is going to be what the top four is now. That's not. That's what I have a feeling. That's that's what I have a feeling. You're going to be United, City, Leicester, and Liverpool. Right. The only team that might change is whoever gets that Europa League spot, which I think six this year is probably going to get Europa League too. Probably. Um, But I would switch Tottenham and Everton. I think Chelsea will probably make it to seven. And if you want the flaming hot take here, I think Arsenal are going to finish top, bottom half, which I don't think is a flaming hot take, but I think... No, with the way they've opened the year, I don't think that's a very hot take. 
which I'm just I'm gonna laugh because Arsenal fans, you guys make it fun to root against you guys. So. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna laugh. Can't wait for that AFTV. Oh man, I'm excited to watch. I've never watched AFTV, so I'm definitely gonna hit that up and see what I'm telling you right is, now. Watch, what the hype is about? Watch DT's best rants and watch Troops's best rants. Thank me later. Entertainment. For all you Looking people who at... never watched AFTV, also watch those. Go watch for Watch out AFTV. Um, to any if there's any Arsenal fans in the audience, just we're gonna feed you a good laugh. Yeah, just I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I guess relegation uh, predictions. Obviously, I think Sheffield's gone. Yeah, which is sad because they were so good last year. It's sad that they've fallen this far. Oh, they fell hard. You know, just sitting at one, two, and sixteen. They only have five points. Twenty-two goal differential. It's not even that. It's just their points total. They have five points. It's not. It's yeah. It's it's pretty upsetting to see. But I would say, I don't granted, you... the one team they beat is they beat Newcastle, right? Yes, and I would say Newcastle are probably going to go down too. Yeah, I'd, I know I'd that they're fifteenth right now, but I mean this team is just not good, and especially because Fulham's been playing much better, and West Brom hired Big Sam, and Big Sam's job is to make sure teams don't get relegated. So yeah, I think West Brom might make it out. I would say it's Newcastle and Brighton that are going to go down. That's just me. But we'll wait and see because I mean, we, let's be honest here. We don't know. It's still a little. No, I mean that. we saw. I mean we saw it with you know, there there are times when teams will just lose like four or five in a, weeks in a row. And oh, every happens. every pretty much every top team has done it so far this year. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah. So I mean, again though, I I feel like yeah, I agree with you. It, it mainly when it comes to the Spurs, it's gonna be can they get Gareth Bale going? I don't think. We'll say top six. I, I, I'll oh, well, top six, I'll I, give you. I, I think the top six teams now are going to stay that way. I think Everton's going to stay there. I'd say this is pretty – because, I mean, Everton have Ancelotti. That's a, something that is very much discounted. He's a champion manager. And the, Yeah, and they're playing, they're playing pretty efficiently, so. We'll see. It's still early. We'll see. Yeah, still very early. Um, even though we're halfway, it's still pretty early. Cause you know how soccer goes. All right, last but definitely not least, we got to talk some NFL. Um, so picks wise, I went two for four. <laughs> you did horrible. You you really? I thought you went one for three. One for uh four. No, I went two for four. Oh, good for you. So the I got Saturday one hundred percent right. Sunday happened though. That, that was that was the problem. I got Saturday right. I I had had a feeling the Bills would take care of business, and they did not in the way I thought they would. But we'll get into that. Um, and then I had a feeling that the Pack would do what they did. I mean, um, that, yeah. Sunday, all of the money I won from my I I've always parlayed. Uh, this whole playoffs have been parlaying my day picks, mm-hmm. and so I won pretty pretty big on Saturday. Right. And felt daring on Sunday. And I want to be honest with you. You bet on Cleveland? If it wasn't for a Chad Henney 15-yard run, I would be a <laughs> very wealthy man. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Anyway, I now let's dissect the game. So Packers 
very easily handle the Rams and Lambeau, 32-18. Um, yeah. I mean, it was very obvious. Left Aaron Donald crying. Uh, it's, they, they, they mauled them. I mean, the score Jared, isn't indicative. Jared Goff still had the bad thumb. I mean, you knew they weren't going to really do anything. Yeah, no, they Packers were have up. too much. They were banged up, and, you know, again, yeah, Jared Goff had a hurt hand. Aaron Donald was playing through stuff. Cooper Cup was playing through stuff. I'd say it's a very resilient season that you seed from the uh, Rams, but it's just not enough, which, I mean, it's not a bad thing. You lost to the number one seed. They're a very good team, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, you, it's something to be proud of that, you, that the Rams made the divisional round because when they had lost that game against Miami, like, a lot, and then they lost, I think, the next week, too. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people thought that the Rams would, were done. They were like, oh, wow, they look bad. But they've, you know, their weapons have come around. They beat a good Seahawks team. So. They did. So, I, I, the future is okay over there in L.A. They're, they're okay. And the Pack move on. Um, and then in the divisional round later on, the Bills in a dirty weather game, a really bad weather game where a lot – Justin Tucker missed two field goals. That's how you know. Best kicker in the league right there. And it doinked two times. That's crazy. I, I mean, oof. I mean, if you, I mean, the winds were like thirty miles an hour. It's not his. It's at the end of the day, that's what happens. Um, and the score again, it, it like it was a struggle. The sc- final score was seventeen three. Only one offensive touchdown. Or was it two offensive? No, it was one offensive touchdown was scored because mm-hmm. um, the other one was a pick six. Now, now before you do it, before you say, it, okay, I am going to defend Lamar Jackson here. Okay. Because I know we had said he needs to win this game. Mm-hmm. And if you pull up the game stats, right, and which I'm going to do right now. They're not great. No, they're not great. But let's consider <laughs> – I want you to consider now. Yes. I want you to consider the weather that they were going through and how good this Bill's defense is. Okay. He went 14 for 24, mm-hmm. 162 yards and a pick. Mm-hmm. Again, in that kind of weather – for a non-passing team, uh-huh. it was respectable. He didn't rush a lot. He only rushed for 34 yards. Yeah. Which, you know, again, it's that Bill's defense. Uh-huh. Um, But I'm not going to pin this loss on him. That was a team loss, and that weather was atrocious. And I think the Bills are just that good. And also, obviously, in, when the, you know, the, Ra- the Ravens seemed like they might start trying to drive again. Obviously, he goes down with a scary concussion, and Tyler Huntley has to come into the game, and he is not, not Lamar Jackson. No. Uh, not even close. All right. So I'm not, I'm not willing to I'm, – I'm willing to la- rid him of the choker label because this isn't a game that he choked. This isn't a game they were supposed to win. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my take on it. Is it, it. This wasn't a game that they were the – Overwhelming favorites like last year, right? Okay, hey, the Nets are down by seven now, so we clearly lost this game. Um, yikes! What I'm going to say about this is, if you are an elite quarterback in the NFL, you can't blame your losses on weather, wind, rain, snow, sleet. Anything like that, you can't do it. Because you've got a guy like Aaron Rodgers, he plays in that kind of weather every Sunday. If you're an elite quarterback, 
Weather shouldn't be an excuse. You should be performing every single week. That is fair. Lamar Jackson uh, did not. Colin Sexton is just lighting us up. Good lord. Um, he simply did not perform again. No matter what you want to say, he wasn't there. He did. I get it. The Packers have a good defense, but we once again seen his passing game is not good. It's not. It's not an elite quarterback's passing game. His running game was stopped. Now, if he doesn't have his running game, that affects his passing game. I will say that. But this was just another. Colin Sexton is out of his mind right now. Kicked it up for the double overtime. He's got like 12 points this quarter. Like, what is happening? Oh, no. Twitter. Basketball, NBA Twitter is going to be wild. Oh, it's it's. Oh, James Harden just bricked one. It's it's the Kyrie the Kyrie Irving slam there is going to be real. He missed a couple. He met Kyrie missed a couple over double overtime shots too. So we're going to shut this game off. Um, no, I, I see what you're saying. Now for the Ravens, I imagine what you would do if your Baltimore is what get a get some more wide receivers. We need a number one. You That's don't what I'm have saying, a number one. Because who your number one right now is what Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown, yeah. He's so one, it's not a number one. And I mean, there's plenty of free agents and quite a few draftable wide receivers, I would say. And you can always trade for someone, but I mean, this team needs to add the passing dimension to their game. No, I agree definitely. And I and I, again, I feel like Lamar can, and obviously his receivers aren't top notch. And if they I do think they need to focus a bit more on the pass because he's shown he can do it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he can't do it at an elite level, I feel, and that's the problem. Because well, this, team, this team's too reliant. Plus, he got rid of Mark Ingram, I'm pretty sure. Mark Ingram. So, I don't know where that came from, but whatever. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but they rely too much on the running game. They have to develop passing in there. No, I, I, I agree for sure. Um... But yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna call the Ravens in trouble yet. I think they're just fine, and they, you know, they're still a few pieces away from being Super Bowl contenders, pretty much. That's fair. We'll see. Um, we moved to Sunday, and Browns Chiefs was one of the wildest games I've watched in some time. <laughs> it was a roller coaster right now, of emotions. Hell of a game by Cleveland. Hell Absolutely, game. they fought their hearts out. I'll give they fought so hard in such a very hard place to play against a team that is that good. Arguably the best in the league. I would. I, it might not even be arguable uh, from a, from a talent standpoint. They have the most. Yes. Yeah. That without a shadow of a doubt, and you know, hats off. To, they're gonna. Cleveland's gonna be really good for. Quite some time. They got a young team. Oh, yeah. Cleveland's not going to go anywhere. This was the first year of them making it to the playoffs again. They'll be back event. They'll be back soon, probably next year, to be honest with you. So, I, if you're oh, a Cleveland yeah. fan, if you're a Cleveland fan, be happy. Oh, you're you're thrilled. You're thrilled you made the playoffs. And the fact that you guys, that they were in this game until the very end. Because, if like I said before, if Chad Henney didn't hit that run, the mm-hmm. Browns are getting the ball back. And they could very well win it. Plenty of time left. So, I mean, good for you, Cleveland. That's the best you could say. Good for you. And they did this without Odell. I mean, it begs the question, do they trade or try to trade Odell and get more pieces? What do you get for Odell, though? That's the problem. 
don't how know much you could you get for Odell? I don't think you get a lot. This is that's the lowest that. his value's ever been. That's what I'm saying. You're not going to really get much. So, I mean, you're just going to have to wait and see if he picks back up. Which, I mean, you could very well could. I mean, it's just one season he was out for. So, I mean, you never really. Yeah, you know? I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's going to lose skill. I think it's more of because this team played so well without him and they, were, they weren't really that hot with him. Right. So, I mean... We'll see. It was a successful season for Cleveland, though, I would oh, say. Oh, a million percent. And they're, they're set up for a bright future ahead, for sure. And, I mean, we'll see what the Chiefs with Patty Mahomes. We'll get to that in a second. Wouldn't that yeah, we'll do fun? that in the previews. And then the night game, was pretty, it was honestly a pretty somber one. Yeah. Um, the Buccaneers handled, handle, I say handle, but they beat the Saints 30-20 to 20 in what I would assume is Drew Brees' last game. I think it was confirmed he said he's going to retire, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I haven't seen full confirmation yet, but I have seen confirmation that Drew Brees is playing through a lot more injuries than we thought. Mm-hmm. And Michael Thomas is playing through injuries. Right. I mean... Which explains a lot. Which explains yeah, a lot. that explains why they did not look good at all. Yeah, it explains past. quite a bit about the passing game and the Drew... Like, for a guy Drew Brees' age to even be slinging... The pigskin with a torn rotator cuff. It's impressive. It is. And with a punctured lung and 11 cracked ribs and all the other crap he had. Mm-hmm. It's sad that he, he would go out like that, though. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame. I had really wanted to see him win another ring. And I think I don't think anyone will argue Drew Brees' greatness. Yeah. Um, He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, a million percent. First ballot, I would argue. First ballot. Yeah. So, it was a great career for him. And as far as the Saints' future, I have no idea. Saints are dead. Saints are dead. It, this is oh, This is it. The window's shut. They're 100, what, $100 million over the cap? Some crazy number. Like, I, don't know, I don't know how the hell their cap works. You're going to have to get rid of all your – like, you're not going to be able to pay Michael Thomas. No. You're going to have to trade him for draft picks because you're dead. Do they even have draft picks? I don't know what the Saints' draft looks like. Because I feel like every year in the draft, they never have a first-round pick. I mean, you're going to have to get some. And they have talent to trade away, but it's just... Do you want to trade? That's the thing. You're going to have to trade it away. And there will be people who take it. Someone will trade for Michael Thomas. Someone will trade for the number one. There you go. Yeah. Michael Thomas will definitely... You can definitely get some stuff for and take off the hit. But even Drew's a $20 million cap hit. It's not a good position, but... I would say... Plus, you pay Taysom Hill a lot of money, too. Yeah, I would say they've entered cap hell. Oh, yeah, they're Falcons territory of cap hell, 100%. Yeah. And I think this next offseason is going to be very... Interesting, to say the Hermulous for the Saints. I think they're going to have to blow it up. I don't think they have the money to keep it around. But at that point, does Sean Payton want to stay? That's what I... That was interesting to me because I had always thought Sean Payton and Drew would go out together. Granted, I thought Drew would have maybe a year or two more in him. But obviously, due to injury, I can completely understand him not coming back. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, if, if he might come back. Again, I haven't seen 100% confirmation on it yet. As in, I haven't seen Drew Brees say it. So, right. And I won't I don't, listen it, until Drew Brees says it. It would just feel weird having Sean Payton but not Drew Brees there. Yeah, it is. And obviously, I feel like it's got to be Winston's team, right? Like, it's got to be. Like, they can't. I don't know. I don't. I, 
I think they won't taste him as a starter. I mean, that's why you would pay him, but it just doesn't make sense because he's not. I mean, it's been documented. He's Sean Payton's guy. Is he? Is he better than? Is he? Oh no, he's not better than him. But, but I I'm mean, saying, at if this, he's beating but up, at this James point, at this point, if you're the Saints, though, Sean Payton's built a trust to where you listen to him with the personnel decisions, and if he's strongly about Taysom Hill, I think ownership will probably follow him with it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're gonna get a QB battle. And camp. I mean, and yeah, and that's never a bad thing to have a QB battle, but no, no. I just feel like in the end, this is going to be Taysom Hill's team. This will be interesting. We'll see what happens. That's going to be interesting to see uh, unfold. So now we have the the championships. So (laughs) previewing that, we have Packers Bucks in Lambeau. I, I listen. I've said it all along. You don't bet against Tom Brady. You just don't do it. And I'm not doing it now. I'm picking the Bucks. And I, I am. Uh, and there is record of this. I picked before Wild Card Weekend a mm-hmm. Bills Packers Super Bowl. Yes, you did. Here we are. So I'm not backing down from the Packers. And even if I hadn't picked that, I think Tampa Bay playing in New Orleans in the Dome is one thing. Mm-hmm. Playing in Lambeau Field, and for how cold that game's going to be, that Lambeau weather, with mm. fans there, with fans there, and right. the way Aaron Rodgers is playing. Because let's face it, you know, they they escaped with the win with a Drew Brees with an 11 crack, with no healthy ribs and a torn rotator cuff, and Michael Thomas, who was on one leg. Is that team <laughs> going to realistically stop this Aaron Rodgers and this Devontae Adams, I don't think they. I don't think they can. I don't think defensively they can keep up. But I, I, mm, I don't know. It's a toss up, really, when you think about it. But I'm just going with Tom Brady just because he knows how to win in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, Aaron Rodgers does too. Yeah. But there's no better playoff quarterback, I'd say, than Tom Brady. I'm definitely going to ride Aaron Rodgers, though. In Lambeau, I, I have no reason to believe that anything changes, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Bucks pull it out. Tom Brady, Tommy Boy's going to get a Super Bowl. Just you watch. All right, and continue. For the AFC, we have Bills Chiefs in Arrowhead. Um, Mahomes practiced mm. today. I imagine he's going to play. I imagine that they're going to do whatever they can physically can do regardless of his condition to get him to play because let's be honest if Chad Henney is the starter for this game they're not going to win they're not going to beat the Bills no. um, and to be honest with you even with Mahomes as the starter they uh, struggled they, they they didn't light up a Cleveland defense that you know was missing quite a few pieces and the Bills are a much better defense they are very dominant and yes. they're going to hit Mahomes hard. They're going to hit hard, that Bills team. But Patrick Mahomes is just too good. I know. It's it, it, it's weird picking this, especially as a Dolphins fan, picking the Bills to make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, if there's any team that you root for your rival, if you, this team is your rival, you always root for the Bills. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I have no hate for the Bills. Bills fans are the best in the league, I think, hands down. Mm-hmm. Bill's Mafia is awesome. Their fans are great. Crazy, but awesome. But, but... Yeah, like donating to Lamar's charity after he got hurt. Like, they are just a great group of people. 
And the I, the Bills are going to ride a lot of momentum, and Josh Allen has, I think, the biggest test of his career coming up. And I think he meets it. I think he meets it. I mean, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs just because they've been there, they've done that. But just because you haven't been there and done that doesn't mean that's a bad thing because, I mean, if you're a kid doing it, you go out there with nothing to lose. You see what happens. Yeah, so, so I mean, it'll definitely be interesting to see. It's funny how our pet picks are completely opposite. I mean, one of us is going to be very right and one of us is going to be very wrong. Or we're just going to split. How can we? Oh, that's true. We could split, can't we? You know, if, let's <laughs> say the Bucks beat the Packers and Bills beat the Chiefs, and here we are. I didn't even think about that, but that is a possibility. But I'd say... I'd say either it's going to go either way. I don't think it's going to be a split. Yeah, I think I can I can kind of agree with that. But we do have the star QB news. Yes, um, Phil Rivers calls it quits after 17 seasons in the league. Um, hell of a career from Phil. Um, it's a shame he never got a ring and was wasted in yeah. San Diego. I mean, he wasn't wasted as with Ladainian Tomlinson. He was not wasted. Yeah, but that team, like some of those teams, led the league in offense and defense and didn't even win a playoff game. Sure, but I mean, you can blame some of that. Some on of those teams, team were just... first in offense and defense and didn't even make the playoffs. Fair, but um, I mean, he's still a Hall of Famer no matter what. It does suck he didn't win the title. I mean, a championship, but. He is still a Hall of Famer. I would definitely agree. Like, he's, what, fourth all-time? He's got crazy stats. Yeah, like... He's, it's nuts. He's got... And by the way, his I don't know how the heck he did so good with his throwing stats with his awful throwing mechanics. I know. <laughs> like, his mechanics are awful. Yeah, they're not great. They're not pretty by any by any means. But good for Philip. And did you see the? Did you see what he said, though? Don't know what he said. He said, now that I'm retired, I can't wait to finally start my family. <laughs> I mean, the guy's got like 10 kids already. I think it was, I think that was the joke. But, I mean, <laughs> imagine he pops out like five more. I mean, what else is he doing besides being the head coach at, at that high school? I mean, I don't know, but goodness, Philip Rivers. Hey. He's popping out. God bless you, Phil. It's... Yeah, trash talk, I will say, is pretty legendary. It is. It is pretty. It's all time. For someone who you wouldn't think that Phil Rivers was doing trash talking, but. Philip Rivers will be very much missed in this league. Oh, yeah. 100%. I already miss him. It's going to be it's going to be weird seeing him without him. And now the Colts have confirmed their fears and don't have a quarterback. Pay Dak. Give him the Brinks truck. <laughs> well, give it to him. I mean, there is another quarterback who could be available. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, so, yeah. The, uh, so the Texans are a dumpster fire of the highest caliber, surpassing the incompetence of Washington, and I would even argue the Jets at this point. Oh, they're the worst-run franchise. In the oh, my Lord. The Sports Illustrated report that came out about the Texans is damning. How it are you is, team that badly, though? I mean, it is literally the owner choosing Jack Esterby over the team. That's what it is. Why in your right mind would you do that? I just, I, I don't get it. I don't either. And now you have a team that is completely revolted against you. Like, every single person who plays for the Texans despises it. Mm-hmm. Every single person who plays there wants Watson gone. 
and Deshaun Watt and JJ uh, Watt gone for their own interests. Yes. And both of them, I know JJ Watt will never come out and say it. he wants out. Deshaun has come out and said he wants out. Has I don't think trade, he, but we know it's coming. I don't think JJ's ever going to leave just because he's a prideful guy. Unless they just do it for his own benefit, I. That's what I think they're going to do to try to save face with the fans. Because I'm not sure if you remember, there was actually a march outside of Energy Stadium. Yeah, for Deshaun. Yeah. Yeah, for Deshaun, and Deshaun's in an interesting. He again, Deshaun has a no trade clause in his contract, and he has a big contract, but not an unworkable contract. And he has a contract that's very much, he's worth that money. Oh, a million percent. He was a borderline MVP candidate. He put up MVP numbers on that team. Yeah, he's worth every penny they pay him. Yeah, he makes a team that has actual pieces almost immediately a Super Bowl contender. Which is where I think he will go. The good old San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, so I think the three teams that we've heard about in some capacity, interested in Deshaun, are the Dolphins, the Niners, and the Jets. Mm-hmm. The Niners, I know he posted on Instagram about like wearing the Niners jersey. Right. The Niners don't really have all that much to give for him. I mean, you give up your first this year, next year, the year after, and probably a couple seconds it gets it done. I think you're going to need to give up like like players too if you're the Niners because some of those picks are just you know it gets to a certain point I mean I listen for him nothing's off the table especially after you you basically made a Super Bowl with Jimmy G as your quarterback that's what I'm saying I think Jimmy G you could very well win one with Deshaun Watson so you give up what it takes doesn't matter about that the Jets and Dolphins definitely have the capital way more draft capital to pull it off um, more affordably especially Miami they have the draft capital to do it and still have a top 50 pick. Yes. Um, with Miami though, and it, he was one, he has seen also wearing dolphin shirts and stuff like that. And it is rumored that Miami is the one place, one of the one places that he would waive the no trade clause. It's a question of, I don't think of whether Miami can or would, it's a question of how they see Tua. I think. Well, Tua would be in the trade. That's what I'm saying. It's literally, who do we want more? Tua and Devonta Smith or Deshaun Watson and Marvin Jones Jr.? You take the proven guy every day of the week. Again, I think if you can, even as a Dolphins fan, if I love Tua. I think Tua is going to be a superstar quarterback in this league. Uh-huh. But if you can right now, Get the Sean Watson without having to give up a, like your defense or million or like your future because the Dolphins will still have a top fifty pick and they have plenty of other picks this year and the next year too. You do it. You do it, hundred percent of the time because Tua still has to develop. Yeah, Sean Watson is there, and Deshaun Watson with with the Dolphins with one or two more weapons. And that defense would be lethal. You're a contender. Immediately. Immediately. Immediate favorites and immediate like AFC championship favorites at that point. It's just one of those things where like you can oh you like you can picture someone in a different jersey. I cannot picture Deshaun Watson in a Dolphins jersey. 
It is weird to say. Oh, I can't picture him in a Jets jersey either. No, I. that's why I'm picking the 49ers, because I can really see him in that. Now, I would say the Jets are the most likely to do it, and the Jets would be the smartest to do it, because they can afford it with all the Jamal Adams picks. And what's – I mean, you're not getting Trevor Lawrence, so, you know. No, you could trade number two. You could trade another first. Yeah, you, you have plenty of capital. It's just a question of, does Deshaun want to go to the Jets? That's the only question, I think, there. Because he I mean, can say have, no. They have money to build around him, too. They do. And, you know, Robert Sala is a great coach. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that. I'm a little they upset that they hired him. Too. I'm a little upset they hired him. I'm not going to lie. Why? Because he's good. Kind of fun as a Dolphins fan seeing Jets fans miserable. Let's let the Jets have their moments. Speaking of coaching jobs, the fact that Biennemi has not been hired yet. It's <clears throat> unbelievable. Like, I get that the Chiefs are still in the playoffs, and the Texans did interview him. Mm-hmm. These are, you, you do not leave Kansas City for the Houston. No, team. you can't. You can't. Like, no. Just stay there at that point for another year and see what's out there next year. Yeah, so with – Because I would say next year, next year I would say the Bears are probably out there. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, like, you could – Chicago is a way more – Attractive position to be in than Houston. Um, looking at some other, obviously, coaches. I don't think we've talked about it. Um, Urban Meyer goes to Jacksonville. Eh. You know, we kind of figured. And we'll see if it translates over because you saw what Nick Saban sometimes. It's either going to go really good or really bad. Yeah, you're either going to see, like, the next great coach and Jacksonville's going to, you know. You're, you're either going to get Pete Carroll or you're going to get, like, a Steve Spurrier. Yeah. It, it, that's yeah, I think that's a very good accurate comparison. Um, the Lions hired Dan Campbell. I love this hire. Um, I mean, it's the Lions. I remember Dan Campbell um, when he was in Miami, mm-hmm. and he was a rock star. I like. He was very much when in 2015 he was the interim head coach, right? And he took them five and seven after they started one and four. I mean, that's good, but... He was a very good in Miami, and on the Saints, you know, I mean, you know, <clears throat> he did learn under Sean Payton. Yeah, but it's just hard to get excited over anything the Lions do. You know what I mean? No, I know, but it's just something... They have, they have such a bad track record. They it's... do. It's To me, it's promising the way the way I know Dan Campbell, the way I've seen him in Miami. I, I feel it's a good hire. Right. But it's hard, like I said, it's, it is hard from, like, just a basic standpoint to really get excited about this hire. Um, the Chargers hire Brandon Staley, if that's how you pronounce it. I don't know much about him, so I can't really well, say. I mean, he's the L.A. Rams defensive coordinator. They hired a defensive guy? They did get a defensive guy. That's so surprising. I figured they'd get an offensive guy. I thought so, too, but I, I think a lot of people, like, you know how, like, when Nick, uh, Sean McVay came to the scene. Everyone got an offensive head coach. Right. I feel like now that you have Brian Flores, who's the next hot young coach, who's defensive guy, you're going to see a lot of defensive coaches now. What do people go for the special teams guy like Joe Judge? (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, because Salas was a defensive coordinator too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so I think you're going to see a lot more defensive coaches over the next two, three years. And, I mean, the Rams' defense was pretty damn good. 
we'll see what he can do. It's you know not again. It it all depends who they get for their OC because I imagine they'll get a new OC. Yeah. So it I feel like it kind of depends on who they get for that and to see how the Falcons hire Arthur Smith, who's an offensive guy, and was for the Tennessee Titans. Okay, when I hear the name Arthur Smith, was I the only one who thought that was like a former owner? I think you're thinking of the Atlanta Falcons owner. I was, but that's where I got so confused. <laughs> I didn't know what happened. You're thinking of Arthur Blank. That, that's okay. That's where I got confused. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Um, but it's a. Eh. The problem is everyone's hiring a bunch of like none of the established names are getting hired anymore. It's the coordinators that you don't really know much about. So it's kind of just a toss up on if they're gonna work or not. Yeah. And I think so, the, I can't really judge anybody until I see them. Yeah. We'll see. Hey, you so, know, I feel like I'm proud of the teams. They did not hire a Ben McAdoo. They did not hire a Pat Shermer. And they did not hire a Adam Gase. So good for every team out there. Yeah. Um, I actually forgot about a coaching vacancy um, when we were talking earlier. Hmm. The Eagles didn't hire anyone yet, I don't think. Oh, don't bring Biannimi to the Eagles. Please don't do that. <laughs> but um, if you're Eric Biannimi, that's, the, and that's another interesting thing that I want to talk about is now oh, it's obvious no. the Eagles chose Carson Wentz over Doug Peterson. So it makes you wonder if the Eagles are going to bring in a head coach that wants Carson Wentz as the starter. And if they do that, what do you do with Jalen Hurts? Because I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to take too kindly after outperforming Carson Wentz to getting benched for Carson Wentz again. I mean, you got to trade that boy. I don't know. I I, I don't I, think they can stay together. I, I don't know what his value is. I would say it's pretty high up there. I mean, he, he showed some pretty good stuff with an Eagles team that has no offensive weapons whatsoever. I mean, yeah, but you really want to give up on him? For Carson Wentz, that you don't still know what he is anymore. It's literally one of the. It's they're in a situation where it's one or the other. The locker room is completely torn in half. Oh, 100 percent. You have it's... to pick one, and just anyone who disagrees, they you got they got to go. You got to blow it up. It's you're just in a bad um, spot. You got to get a locker room guy. I don't know who that is, but you got to get one. I feel like the enemy would be the best. I mean, obviously, the enemy is the best bet for them at this point. Nah, let them hire some horrible guy. That's what I want. I, I know that's what you want. But that's in reality what's going to happen with the Texans job. And honestly, I might go for the Texans job. I mean, I could probably do a better job. And oh my God, <laughs> that is such an odd, like, who wants to go there? They're literally I mean, saying that head coaches don't want to interview there. That's how bad it is. I mean, the top ones don't want to, but someone will eventually take the job. Yeah, for a very high salary and someone who has like next to no experience. Because imagine you're entering a franchise that just lost the superstar quarterback, its fan base, its and locker room, superstar, and technically a superstar wide receiver too. Yeah, and their superstar wide receiver, literally everything. They have lost everything, including their fans. You are not making money. You are hated. Everything you do will be harshly judged. Hey, you still got uh, David Johnson. Yippee. 
And that is the story of the Houston Texans. With no draft picks, by the way, too. With no draft picks because they ha- their third overall pick went to Miami. Laramie Tunsil, baby. For Laramie Tunsil. And hey, Kenny Stills, who isn't even on the that. team anymore. Don't you forget about Kenny Stills. Who isn't even there anymore. Yeah, they're a dumpster fire. It is so bad. Um, looking at sports next week, obviously we're you know we're gonna have the Super Bowl set up. Um, we have yet to hear if uh, Drew Brees is gonna retire. I imagine if he is, we'll hear that announcement shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, football will be interesting. I definitely basketball is gonna be fun to talk about next week. Oh, is it's it's gonna be because. Teddy uh, is still with us. The Nets lost in double overtime to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm going to be in so much pain next week. Um, Colin Sexton went for 42. He scored 20 straight in both overtimes. Like what? What? Like, oh, don't don't get me started on this, please. But um, basketball will be fun. Until- Hockey will hopefully, you know, pick up. And then with baseball, I mean, I am I, you know, I don't think. It- well, it's literally just does Bauer sign. Actually, I think the Hall of Fame ballots come out next week. Oh no! So I can rant about Jeff Kent again. My it, favorite. Song oh, ever. that's gonna be. Oh, if Omar Vizquel does get in, which I don't, think he is. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> I'm just not gonna think about it. Uh, um, I mean, another fun. Game is next. Uh, the twenty eighth is a Thursday. We get to see Spurs Liverpool. You guys are gonna get freaking demolished. It's gonna be funny. You know what? That'll be a, that'll be a very good indicator game. If if Tottenham no. wins that game, then no. I don't think me, my view on them taking fourth is that far fetched. <laughs> That's adorable. I'm just saying. <laughs> Okay. Sure. Sure. All right. All right. Uh, Until next week, we will see you all then. Have a good day.